0: The number one podcast for cleaning business owners. Candid Cleaning Conversations. If you are looking to grow your cleaning business to six figures and beyond, join Tenacity Academy mentorship program. Hey you guys. Okay, so on this video I'm gonna be talking to you guys about some mistakes that I made in my cleaning business when I first started out okay Um, and we're also going to go over some things that I did to avoid from making these mistakes again okay so you're a new business owner and you are bound to make mistakes okay it's not the end of the world I do coaching calls with people all the time and when those mistakes happen, some of y'all are too hard on yourself. Trust me, you probably went through some of these same mistakes or you're probably going through some of these same mistakes right now. So I just want you to know that it's normal. We're cleaning business owners and we are bound to make these mistakes. All right, let's go. The first mistake I want to talk about that I made in my cleaning company is not following up with my clients yep that's right so when I first started out I I started to get real busy I just remember I had a contract over here a contract over there I hired a person to handle an account for me and when I saw that that person was doing really really good in that account I I, I just I kind of got distance I was like okay well you know what he handling that over there I'm gonna go ahead and um work on this over here this account over here because the clients never complained about anything well he was screwing up in that building <laughs> and I didn't know because I did not follow up like follow up like I was supposed to okay so being that I didn't follow up I end up getting a call later on down the line with uh you know we decided not to go with you guys anymore and I was like <gasps> why not? And they was like because they had a whole list of things that um uh, that he wasn't doing in the building and they just weren't they weren't happy. So they decided to go with another cleaning company and I couldn't do nothing about it, right? So that was one of the mistakes that I made. Now we have implemented a system where we have, I have an assistant that calls our new properties and does follow-ups on a weekly basis with people. Not only that, we have automated email reminders that go out and do follow-ups with our clients. So this helps us out in our company now. But these are the mistakes that I made back when I first started our company. So follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Number two. Okay, so number two is not having a service agreement. Hmm, see in the beginning, I didn't even know what a service agreement was. I just wanted to win a contract. So I would go out there, I would win contracts and I found myself signing, contractors agreements with these companies and everybody had an agreement for me but I didn't have anything to push back to them for them to sign with all of my policy on there and my demands and you know our company structure and values and stuff like that so you need a service agreement something to protect you the reason why they make you sign a piece of paper is that paper that piece of paper is to protect them on their end okay So I'm pretty sure they have it rigged up to where it has all of their policy and their demands and stuff inside of their contractors agreement that you have to sign when you go on with some of these bigger companies. Okay, so one of the scenarios that I went through was. I end up losing a contract really, really fast after I paid a lot of money for insurance. I went through a compliance company, I had to pay $100, all of this stuff. And then I end up losing the contract. Had I had that service agreement, I could have put them on like a yearly contract to where they couldn't just get rid of me like that. Like we would have had to work it out in some kind of way. Um, not only that, but your service agreement Very lucrative because you can put down your scope of work, everything that you're supposed to be doing for that client inside of that service agreement so they can't come back later on down the line and say, your cleaners didn't do these big, large windows for us front and back. They didn't get clean. And then you could just revert back to the service agreement and say, "Mm -mm, we didn't agree to doing big, large windows in this service agreement. Okay, so service agreements very 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 important okay I highly recommend you have one in your company okay so you don't necessarily have to drive to a property and make them sign a service agreement either you can use DocuSign for the service agreement over to them let them sign it on the computer there are a lot of different um, you got to get creative there are apps that you can use where you can just forward the service agreement over to them have them sign it send it back boom but you that's that's what every company needs I feel service agreement I don't care how small the contract is or how big it is you need to have one okay number three okay so number three is not staying compliance with my insurance Mm-hmm. I talked about this before and I'm going to keep talking about it so that you guys can make sure that your business insurance does not collapse, okay? Make sure it does not expire, make sure you are making your payments on time and all of that, okay? It's very important because there was a time when a property would not pay me my money until I sent them a new COI, which stands for certificate of insurance okay so i had to send them an updated coi to prove to them that i i am paying my insurance it is updated we good if something happens you guys are still covered okay so if i didn't have that to send to them they weren't gonna pay me they were holding my checks and then i had people to pay so it was a big mess at the time but i wasn't keeping up with the compliance part So now I have my assistant here. She actually goes and she makes phone calls for me just to make sure that we are in compliance with all of our companies and our insurance brokers. Everything's up to date, okay? So stay in compliance with your insurance. Number four. Number four is co-mingling your accounts this is one that a lot of new business owners do all the time so you're a new business owner and you have a business card you're supposed to have a personal card as well but sometimes as the business owner you feel like since you are the business owner you can swipe that card whenever you want so you find yourself going out to eat with your business card and buying baby pampers and going to Walmart and just buying family stuff and business stuff and you're just mixing the two you're supposed to keep it separate you're supposed to have a business account and a personal account pay yourself when you pay yourself you use your personal account and you can do all the personal stuff with that. only use business account for business things okay very 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 important and this is one of the mistakes that I made during tax time um, it was just a whole mess because I was co-mingling my accounts so like how are you really just have to think about it how are you going to know what your business really makes if you keep co-mingling your accounts like, how how do you how are you going to know what your company is really worth if you keep co-mingling your accounts, okay? You're mixing the money up. You don't wanna do that. You wanna keep it separate, okay? So what I did to keep it separate was I got a personal account and I got a business account and I pay myself out of one account to goes directly inside of my personal account. And then I just use the personal for personal things and business for business things. That way we don't get confused. My accountant isn't confused when they're doing books, okay? So, make sure you are not co-mingling your accounts. Number five. So, number five is not having a checklist. Yeah. So, I noticed that in the beginning, I didn't have a checklist. We actually used to just clean the apartment and leave, which is really, really bad. Because every time we would do a job and leave, we would get in trouble they, they would find something wrong and call us back or they just wouldn't call us back at all they'll just search for another company okay so the checklist was very very important right it came in handy because once we were able to get someone to inspect the unit and sign off on it if they had to call us back then that would be another fee if they they still had to call us back for like a touch-up clean or whatever then we can charge them like another inconvenience fee is what we call it you know having to stop our day run out there and do something we call it an inconvenience fee so we put a little tab on that but the main thing is having that checklist with everything we can say hey we did stoves ovens windows or whatever checked off have somebody inspect it sign off on it the checklist is saved our butts. I cannot stress it enough. You need a checklist for everything that you do. You need a checklist for restaurants, Airbnbs, you need a checklist for move-in, move outs, whatever area you're in, you need a checklist. Your cleaners are you need something to abide by. They need to be able to look at it and they need to have someone check it and sign off on it. Listen this the the checklist in my company when we started to implement our checklists it was just a very very golden nugget for our cleaning company okay so very important you guys you actually can go on canva.com and you can create your own checklist okay holding on to bad people for too long you know As you start to grow as a cleaning company, you will start hiring people. And I had to learn as a new, fresh business owner that, you know, there are no feelings in business. Okay. We ain't cool and buddies. And, you know, sometimes you might, you might hold on to people for, for all the wrong reasons. Okay. You are a business owner and these people are messing with your money. they're bad if they're not an asset to the company and you're losing contracts constantly you need to have that conversation and they need to go point blank period okay and you don't have to like be nasty with them or nothing like that you don't have to be you know rude because some people can can really be rude you just tell them in a polite way you know we're not a good fit anymore like our relationship has ran its course You messed up one time, two times, three times, you're out, buddy. Okay? So, yeah, that was one of my problems. I used to hold on to the bad people for way too long, Uh, you you know? And when I did finally let them go, my daughter would be like, girl, she should have been gone. She should have been gone two months ago. Mama, all the stuff she did, you know what I mean? So, that was another problem, holding on to people for too long, okay? So... You got to implement some rules inside your company one strike two strike three strike you're gone or something some people have one strike you're gone <laughs> in their company but implement something and don't hold on to the bad people for so long you gotta you gotta gotta let them go okay number seven i know a lot of people go through this same thing and it is not being organized i know i'm not the only one okay so as a brand new business owner you are all over the place sometimes you got mop buckets in the car and vacuums and brooms slapping the kids in the face and your office is a mess and i'm here to tell you that if you can create a day out of the week to organize cleanliness is next to godliness a clean office equals a clear mind if that makes any sense to you keeping your um, your supplies and stuff organized whether you have to get a storage or um, you just have to take a day out of the week to, to clean your car and keep it clean with all your supplies in it or whatever listen staying organized is a big 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 jewel to being a successful business owner. I noticed me moving further and further in my company, the more organized I can stay. As you can see, we got this big calendar on the wall. Yep, I got it from Staples. OK. And the reason I decided to get it was, you know, we we're not going to remember everything as humans. You're not going to remember everything. You know, as a, as a business owner, you got a lot going on. I got family stuff going on. I got doctor's appointments. I got to remember. I have. um Uh, my spouse you know I have birthdays I have a lot of things going on in my world so I need to stay organized I need calendars I need reminders you know going on so staying organized that was one of my main 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 things that I just I, I couldn't I couldn't stay organized so what we do now is I have my son he cleans my car out for me you know and organizes all of my uh all of my supplies and stuff in there. Not being organized was a big one for me. So, yes. Moving right along, number eight. Okay, so moving right along, we're going to go into controlling your emotions number eight would be controlling your emotions so you are a business owner you're gonna go through things with your employees you're gonna go through things with your contractors and you're gonna go through situations with your clients where they might just piss you off okay so this is something that I had to learn as a new business owner how to control my emotions because he who controls your emotion controls the person okay so I had to learn all of these different techniques on how to <sighs> sometimes you know and um, not let someone pull me out of my bag so that was one mistake that I made in my cleaning business what do I do what do I do to um, to control my, my emotions One of the things I do is I like to go to the gym. I like to take walks. I like to meditate. Meditation is wonderful. Sometimes you just need to take a break and just breathe in, breathe out 10 times. Okay? So those are a couple of things that I do to kind of... You know, but just remember, it's all a mind thing. It's in the mind, okay? Don't let nobody pull you out of your bag. You're a business owner and you're trying to grow the six and seven figures. You ain't got time for that, okay? Moving right along. Nine is not keeping up with my invoices. Mm. Now, I know you might say, isn't that what the accounting software is for? Yeah. So... <laughs> We have accounting software. I use QuickBooks, okay? So what I mean by not keeping up with with um, invoices is or payments, I might as well say. Um, we've had clients not pay okay and in QuickBooks it will say this person owes two thousand dollars this person owes five thousand dollars okay and you have to keep up with it so you have to send them what's called a agent report this is what we started to do send them an agent report let them know hey these are y'all ain't paid us for all of this When can we inspect our money okay and and when I was running everything myself my office work and cleaning you can get behind you're not gonna remember a hundred thousand dollars worth of work you're not gonna remember who owes you you know and you're paying people and stuff like that so not keeping up with who owed me money end up being a very 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 bad thing in my company okay very bad because at the end of the year we pull up this big old list of all these people that owed all this money okay and some of the money we still didn't get paid OK, so it ended up being pretty bad at the end, but it was a learning experience that I went through. That's why I'm talking about it now. Stay up on top of your invoices and look inside your QuickBooks or whatever software that you're using and see who owes you money okay And then you need to develop a system that that sends them an agent report or sends them an Excel or something that says, hey you guys owe these. When can we be ex- expecting this payment? hmm okay So that was another big one for us not keeping up with invoices. okay And last but not least, cash flow. I had a bad cash flow. Problem in the beginning okay so the main thing you want to do is you if you're if you have a staff and you're like hiring and you're like you got like four or five people helping you out you need to learn your cash flow pattern you need to learn when your checks are coming in how much is going out you know it's going to start getting a little technical the more money that you're making and also, you need to make sure you're not overworking people. Like you might have, if you only have $5,000 in your account, you need to only be working people up to $5,000. So the problem comes when you work people over what you may have in your account and not be able to make payroll because you're not keeping up with when money is going to fall in the account. Okay? So. Anyway, you need to get an accountant and make sure you have an accountant and make sure you have a bookkeeper to help you out with these things. A great person that can go over your books with you and say, hey, you know, I think that you should do this or, you know, structure your company better this way or whatever and give you some great advice on that. So um, that was one of our biggest problems. cash flow because we weren't paying attention to it as new business owners we're all over the place we're cleaning toilets and we're taking phone calls and we're uh, trying to train people and we're, we're not really keeping up with the cash flow part so that was another biggie big mistake that I made in my cleaning business in the beginning okay that's my video those are my 10 mistakes that I made when I first started my cleaning company what mistakes did you make in your cleaning or what mistakes are you still making <laughs> can anybody relate to any one of these mistakes list some. list down below I want to hear it in the comments Um, and, and let me know what mistakes that you guys make maybe we can learn from each other okay until next video. If you are looking to grow your cleaning business to six figures and beyond, join Tenacity Academy Mentorship Program.